0: Welcome to the Cocoa Express Network, talk radio that informs, talk radio that inspires, talk radio that and New Welcome to the Cocoa Express Show Network. I am your host, Aurelia, and today, hopefully, because this is Christmas Eve, we're going to have Brian Somerville with us. Um, I know it's a difficult day to try to schedule anything, and I did this last minute, so hopefully he'll be able to join us. If not, if not, um, we'll just continue the show, and this will probably be our last show for the for this year. And... Um, We're trying to work on getting things together for next year because it's a little hectic right now with the holiday season, which is expected. But I'll give you a brief overview of of Brian Somerville. Brian Somerville is a native of Birmingham, Alabama. He is a singing songwriter. Um, He has some diverse music and it's really interesting, but he also has this perception, not perception, perception this perspective that is really interesting and he has like a blog um a video blog you can find it on YouTube and he just kind of talks about different things cuz i think he has this really unique um ability to tap into the human condition tap into the human condition and talk about the various things involved in the human condition and you know as human beings we have so many different categories to ourselves within ourselves and he taps into those various things and he talks it's it's positive it's um uplifting it's um positive motivational kind of speech blog and I really enjoyed it that's why I wanted to have him on the show. He also is you know his music is really nice, and just based on what I've listened to, he's a bit of a romantic, which is a beautiful thing because it's nice to have that switch up and to hear that kind of music and to hear soothing tones and and relaxing songs about the various aspects of love. Um, None of us are experts. All of us experience it and we learn from what we experience. And it's interesting to hear somebody else's experiences and how they are either handling them, have handled them, or will handle them going forward. And that's the beauty of the whole situation. Now, I'm going to play you one of his songs. It's called Drift Away, which is part of his, which is the title album song. So the title of the album is called Drift Away. Brian Somerville is the artist. I'm going to play that while I try to see if I can reach out to him or his, um, his public relations person. Thanks.
1: listen And I would never
0: Yes, that was the titled song from his album titled Drift Away, and it's titled Drift Away, and um, he'll be joining us in a few minutes, and so, um, yes, he'll be joining us in a few minutes, and I just got word on that, I, I and I also wanted to take the opportunity to kind of talk to you about this holiday season, for me, it's been a really interesting holiday season, I didn't do my traditional um, holiday activities i kind of felt as if there were people out there that probably could have used my time my talent and my experiences a little bit better than um buying gifts for people who were able to do for themselves so i took the opportunity to just kind of look at the less privileged and try to help them as best i could based on my you know limited resources and I felt really good. I, mean, I participated in uh, a food drive. Um, I participated in a, um, we, it was an adopt a senior program. Um, I looked at some of the people who were so helpful in some of the arenas that I'm in and made sure that they were acknowledged for all the hard work and effort that they put in. And for me, it and, you know, I did some other things to help some other people in other organizations that I'm involved with. And for me, that seemed like it was more than enough for me to do. It didn't feel like enough, but it was a lot, and it was more than enough. And I got, I think, a greater satisfaction from knowing that I was able, that I was blessed enough to have the opportunity to be able to help someone less fortunate than myself. And I think that is pretty much what this season is all about. I mean, we received the greatest gift of all, and that was the birth of our Lord and Savior. So, you know, Jesus Christ, he, you know, is the reason for the season. And if we really study and practice what he was about, this is what the season is about. And I know it's coming out weird because I'm sharing with you from my heart as opposed to just kind of like something scripted or written. But it is, you know, where I'm coming from at this particular season. And I also want to take the time and opportunity to acknowledge all the people who have helped me on the show and let them know that, you know, as I do the show, I, um, I'm grateful to each and every one of you for the time that you've taken to do this, to, to listen to the shows, for all the opportunities that have been given through all the amazing people who have given me these wonderful artists that showcase their talent with us. And it's important to know that, you know, we need to know about these things and we need to hear about all of these amazing people that are out there because so much negativity has happened in this past year that I think everybody's kind of drained from it. I know I am. And to have A place where you can kind of shift your brain and listen to something that's of a positive nature, that you can see where people are advancing themselves and they are willing to share their stories and how they did it with you so you too can learn how you too can advance yourself. I think that's a great thing. And what we've been getting in the mainstream media lately has just been too much overkill of craziness. And we need to just kind of dial it back and just learn to enjoy the beauty that life offers us in creative aspects and creative endeavors. And that's what this show is about. Showing you the creative in a beautiful way, in a non-demonstrative way. So, I mean, I really truly hope that you've enjoyed the shows that we've been putting out as much as we've enjoyed doing them. And I want to thank each and every one of you for this opportunity as well. And as we move forward, things are going to be changing, and we're going to keep you abreast of those changes. So, Keep your, um, keep your ears open and your eyes open so you can hear and see what's going to happen next. And, um, you know, and I'm saying all of this because I took the opportunity to really sit down and watch all of the videos that our guest is going to be coming on Um. Had, and he's with us now, and like I said, he's a really amazing young man, and he has a lot to say about the human condition, and I want to share him with you now. Please allow me to introduce to you Mr. Brian Somerville. Hi. Hello,
2: hello.
1: Hey, hello.
0: how you doing? I'm doing well, and you?
2: I am great. I'm great. It's Christmas Eve.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> I was already on the soapbox talking about the reason for the season, and so you know, Mm. people know that it's less about the gift, the giving of gifts, and more about the giving of your love and and time and care.
1: Amen. Yes, (laughs) because nothing
2: can really substitute
0: that. Yes, that that's so true. Now, Mm. Brian, 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 I have had the honor and the pleasure of looking at your YouTube videos and going on your Mm -hmm. website. And you, from my perspective, and I could be wrong, you have tapped into the human condition in a very, very, very unique way. And your perspective is just so on point. And tell us a little bit about you and how you evolved to who you are.
2: Um, It was a process. Um, I can't say it was the most glorious process. It was... um, because, like how you said, to tap into that that um, that human condition, I had to go into a place inside myself where it was it was a dark, <laughs> like it was a pretty dark place. Um, you know, during times where you know where I contemplated different things, like death, life, like the meaning of it, the the purpose of it, like the real purpose of it, other than just you know living the American dream and and gaining, you know, multitudes of, you know, accolades and things like that. But it just, it caused me to, to really think about things. So it's like, that's kind of what, what brought Drift Away about,
1: you know, mm-hmm. the album. Okay. You
2: know, and being, being from Alabama, you know, from Birmingham, you know, you experience different things, you experience like the racism firsthand, you experience, you know, different types of people, both loving and hateful, you know, so it's, You know, it all plays a part.
0: Yeah. And what we've experienced in this past year, you have seen Mm. on a regular basis. And Mm. we're just, it's like the carpet has been pulled back. And you really get to see what the fabric of America is. And it's not pretty.
2: Exactly. Like this stuff. And people a lot of times wonder why we're so upset. It's because it's been happening. Too much where where it hasn't been shown. Like it may not mm-hmm. be as 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 intense as being being killed by a policeman, but you know things like even myself, like firsthand, like I've been I've been pulled over and searched for no reason.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: For no, I mean, if I would have known my rights, I wouldn't have let him. You know, I was younger mm-hmm. then, so I wouldn't have let him search my car. I would not have got out of the car, but then, you know, it's a policeman, like, yeah, I'm going to get out of the car, like, I'm going to let you search my car, you know, they say they smell a a hint of marijuana, and I didn't smoke, Mm. (laughs) Mm. so, you know, so, it's just things like that, and they can get you out of the car, and they can search your car for no reason, just, you know, being pulled over for, you know, for crazy things, but, Mm. you know, but I I feel like it it has to come to surface, because, you know, I don't know if, you know, if you read the Bible or you believe it, but I believe, like like the Bible says, things that are done in the dark will come to the light. Come to the
0: light, yes, So indeed, the light
2: is, is, is what's happening.
0: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And, you know, I do read the Bible, and I do understand exactly what you mean. And there are so many, and I used to always tell people it's written already. If we just mm-hmm. read, we can learn how to change it and not go through this, repeat the same mistakes over and over again. And mm-hmm. as they say, nothing new under the sun. This has been going on for a while now. Yeah. So we have a.
2: About knowing.
0: Yes, and we have a way to change the direction of history just by knowing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. N- yeah. now. You know, how did you get into, you know, becoming a singer-songwriter? and songwriter? How did that evolve?
2: Um, it's, it's it it evolved in a in a strange way. It was sort of like like the thing that that always followed me, but I didn't pay much attention. Like you know, all through you know middle school, because I used to sing for you know for mm-hmm. girls in middle school to try to get them to like me. <laughs> or random things like you know. But after a while, you know, I got into high school and I started uh, I started rapping with some of my friends, and it wasn't bad. Like it wasn't good. <laughs> like especially like some of, like some of the content. It was you know it was what young people would say. You don't have much to say when you're 16 years old, so you just talk about random, you know, mm-hmm. random things. So. It's like that kind of brought me in, into it. Just the process of recording and understand understanding that I have to pay my friend, even though it's his house, but he has a you know he had a studio set up, which he still does to this day. Like Brian B Flat Cook, if you know anybody ever get a chance to look at look him up, great dude. But
1: okay.
2: uh, we started working with him, and just just the whole process. Like I really enjoyed it, like just having fun in the studio, you know, cracking jokes and it just you know it brought me into it but it wasn't until wasn't until I got my uh, my first guitar my dad gave it to me um well he so called gave it to me he he loaned it to me <laughs> he loaned it to me for a very long time <laughs>
1: okay but,
2: <laughs> but he wanted it back <laughs> but yeah he gave that to me and I started I started to write you know I had some time on my hands and I started to write and, and different people were showing me different things on the guitar so i just kind of like took what they gave me and just learned by myself and and i just started writing songs like almost immediately you know because i already started tinkering around on the piano before that but you know that kind of just you know led me led me deeper into it and as mm-hmm. i started hearing you know these songs started coming out i started singing them for friends and people that i know you know they're like yo this this stuff is good
0: now, I coined you as a bit of a romantic. Am I correct?
2: <laughs> uh, I it's something like that, yeah, yeah, I guess you could say it Mhm.
1: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> what made you say that?
0: Well, I was listening to the songs, and they kind of talk about love, and it's not just you know love between a man and a woman, it's the love of life. And the different experiences that come along with that, both good and bad.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm so, glad you like you said that because even in some of the songs that that would, that sound like they're about a woman, like it's is more than that. You know, is that like the, that. You hit the nail on the head. <laughs> That's all I can say. like because some cause some part I may even though I may be talking about a woman, it may be one line within that where it's beyond just the relationship. Between you know, between man and woman,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, and yes. it and, it, and it, it's, it it intertwines to me. I don't feel like there's a separation. Like that, that's where a lot of things get messed up. But it's not a, it's not a separation. You know, where man is separate from woman, and and woman and man are separate from God. It's like it's meant to be all intertwined into one.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So it's like to speak. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Yes. No, I'm saying, and nature. Also
2: meshes in there as yeah. well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I mean, I I can I can agree with that. I am a little little over romantic because I I enjoy that. Like I enjoy like songs that make you want to be in a relationship. Like even though I was I was young, but you know I listened to you know I grew up in in the '90s, so I listened to Brian McNight Boys, to me and Mariah Carrie, you know Whitney Houston and you know, and everybody, like Lauryn <laughs> Hill and everybody. So it made you want to be in a relationship when you hear these songs that they sing, you know, and, and not to knock what's going on right now, but, you know, it doesn't really give you that feeling of love. It doesn't make you hear love through, you know, through the airways. And it's like that's something that, that inspires me. It's like I want to be able to to evoke that feeling that made people say, "I want what what he's singing about."
0: Okay, and I mean, and I think the guitar is such a romantic instrument.
2: It is. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like it just, I don't,
2: I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like I even um, like, 'cause I actually have um a portrait book out too, so I wrote a wrote a song about like you know it was uh i guess you could say it's kind of romantic a little a little mm-hmm. spicy you know not too much mm-hmm. you know it's still tasteful but it's you know it's a little spicy just talking about you know like playing like a woman's body like a guitar so mm-hmm. uh, you know i don't i won't go too far into that but it's okay <laughs> but,
1: um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> like you, you Out all the way. Once I do, then I will have to use my powers only for good. I can't like, <laughs> like, go out like the Pied Piper.
1: Okay. I, can't, I I I won't do that. Okay. okay. <laughs>
0: now um, we played "Drift Away" earlier before you came on, and I also was listening to "Cold Nights." So. Tell us a little bit about that, and then we'll play that so the audience can, our listeners can hear that.
2: Okay, uh, cold nights. This came about when I was living in Orlando, um, and I was just staying in a neighborhood where it was like it was poverty stricken. I mean, it wasn't like the worst of the worst. I'm in Orlando, Florida. You know, can't be that bad, but just like anywhere, there are always areas where it's it's a little rough. And just the things that I was seeing, just, you know, you could see hurt in people's faces, you know, throughout the mm-hmm. day where, you know, and, and and working and understanding, like, paying bills takes away, you know, the majority of your money or even for people homeless, you know, who don't have a job, who, who still, you know, want to, still want to eat at the end of the day. You know, it just, like, it pulled, it pulled on my heartstrings just for, for, for people who are hurting because I was hurting. You know, you tend to recognize what you're, you know, what you're going through. You can tell somebody's hurting just because, you know, you know what it looks like to be hurt.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So,
0: yeah.
2: And it's like, it just it just made me wanted to give, like use my gifts to give something to people who who are going through things that I was going through. You know, oh. you, you're tired, your feet are hurting, you're working every day, you know, you get your check and it's gone the next day because you have bills to pay, you have kids to feed, you know, so just things like that. And it just made me want to give them something. Like just something to say it's going to be okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: So we're going to give everyone a chance to hear Cold Nights, okay?
2: All right.
1: I will rush to the arms of the broken hearted
0: Brian. Thank you. You're Thank you. welcome. You're welcome. And you know, the the fact that you said, you know, you gave us the background as to what this song was about further um confirms my belief that you have tapped into the human condition. And you know, which is it's so many different, I guess you could say, um levels to the human condition and you've tapped into part of it. Now, yeah. you have your book, your poetry book, but you also do your your—I call it your video blog.
1: Yeah, I do and, that for blog.
0: Yes, and that further confirms, um, you know, what I believe to be true about you. And um, share how that came about, and and what inspired you to do that.
2: Um, just from conversations I've had with. With um friends, or or my family, or just you know things that I sit in in my quiet time and just and think about. You know I may have read something or watched a documentary, just you know different things, and and I was like like just I got to share this with you know with whoever, you know and with you know the the resources that we have today like YouTube, so I can just go in there and I can you know and i can post you know different things that i that i think about that i believe can help somebody you know i feel like mm-hmm. I, i'm obli- i'm almost obligated to do mm-hmm. it like it's, you know i have to <laughs> you know because mm-hmm. to to get to get um information and knowledge and to not share it is quite selfish to me
1: You're you know, right so you, you, are if you
2: hoard it all for yourself so it's like you know if people are willing to do, willing to listen, I'm willing to talk. You know, so I just put it out there. Uh, Now,
0: you said one, you know, the one that I listened to that really kind of like hit home with me was the one where you talked about your dreams, your passions. Mm. You know. Exactly. And how how do you how did you come about that one and how do you explain to people how important it is because that's one of the one of my final words when I normally do the show is to talk about to follow your own dreams and not someone else's because someone's journey is different than yours so exactly. you know how did you come about that discussion
2: um from experience i i realized that not everybody was going to understand one and two, not everybody was going to to agree, you know, because a lot of people, they you know, they get so accustomed to you in one light that they want to box you in and they can't see you as being greater than this this person that they've seen you become, especially harder for family members because they've seen you grow, you know, grow from, you know, diapers to... <laughs> You know the weird teenage stage when your arms are longer than your whole body. Is. You know just different <laughs> things like that. So, <laughs> so they see all of that, and they and they can't understand that you that you're beyond that, or your friends maybe, who you know who've seen you in college, where you know you know what happens in college parties and all of this. They see you in that in that place, and they can't see you beyond that. You know, so they, they box you in. They compartmentalize you mm-hmm. to a certain to a certain person. And when you're going beyond that and you're chasing something, like, some people aren't going to take that ride with you. And it may hurt because it could be the people that are very, you know, that are close to you. For some people, it's their parents. You know, tell them to go get a real job. Like, why are you out, you know, on, on the subway singing? Or mm-hmm. out painting somewhere. Like, why are you writing this book? Like, you're sitting here six hours a day writing a book. Like, go get a job and you know, pick up another job. Like, you know, but it's it's just coming from that place of understanding that that not everybody was it, was gonna understand and agree with what I was doing. You know, with what I am doing, and I had to I had to come to grips with that and not hold it against them. Which is it as motivation. You know, a lot of times we can hold it against people and not want to, you know, and shy away from them. But it's like that, that doesn't always have to be. It's just understand that this person doesn't understand. So I'm, you know, I'll keep doing what I'm doing. I'll get around people who can, you know, who can sharpen, who can sharpen me, you know, Mm -hmm. as opposed to bring me down and try to keep me to a place that's comfortable comfortable for them.
0: Okay. I'm feeling you a hundred percent. And the thing that I've, you made me really see it clearly because I've seen it before, but I really see it clearly that an artist is not just an artist for one type of work. An artist is so filled with so much art in them and it pours out in different forms, poetry, music, art, um, dance, singing, all these different things. And I guess at various times in your Life as you continue with this journey, one is more prominent than the other.
2: Exactly, exactly. I um because I I draw, <laughs> you know, I draw, right? Like so, mm-hmm. it's, it's a different thing. I don't, I w- I wouldn't really share like the art that I draw, you know, because I, I I like to keep something to myself,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, where it's not about you know where business comes into play and and all of that. Because business can be a little shady sometimes, but, you know, I don't want to bring that into it. I just rather have that as an outlet for me, you know, to express mm-hmm. myself. So it's like having that outlet. And, you know, if people were smart, they would let artists be. Because if we didn't have our art, we might go crazy <laughs> and the world would look entirely <laughs> <highly> different. <laughs> like,
1: oh, yeah. Like,
2: so that's why I don't understand. If they take art out of the school system, like that is going to screw a lot of kids up because they use these places to vent. You know, if you yeah. can get in there, if you're angry and you can get in there, you can throw paint on a canvas. Like instead of going to punch somebody, mm. like yeah. that that can be, that's great. You know, because it's going to keep you in school, like you won't get suspended, you won't get, you know, arrested now. I don't know, people, you know, file charges now, you know, it used to just be a school fight and they get a mm-hmm. black eye and you heal, but now people press charges. So, like if you, you they need to allow allow that to, to, to flourish because a lot of times the art, like artists are the ones with the minds and the visions to to bring about change. But you need, you know, other types of people, more analytical people to be able to carry out that vision because we may not have the, just like the art and business. A lot of times they don't match, you know, when nowadays it's quite different. Now you have to be a jack of all trades, but even, you know, even still, you still need people around you who are more business savvy than you are.
1: You yeah. Know, because you know,
2: we we're more out in the clouds. We're thinking about taking over the world, and
1: they, <laughs> and they're like, okay,
2: let's just let's just get this this one show book, right? Before you go in, go try to jump in a stadium tour, like, <laughs>
1: you know. So.
0: Yes, I understand, and I know that you know in the past, um, historically, we've seen the stories. I mean, they they are a whole bunch of television, made for television movies, based on how artists have been ripped off. Because all they wanted to do was perform. And, you know, what that led to them becoming, you know, dying penniless and all those different things when that was just, it didn't have to be that way.
2: Yep.
0: So, you know, and I totally, totally understand what you mean by having to have an equal balance of that um, platform so that you can be able to do what you need to do as far as, present your artistry but also survive as a human being
2: (laughs) exactly yeah you know and it's it's not it's not an easy task but you know somebody said you know it's a saying that if it was easy everybody would do it so you know you just i just don't want people to go into certain things expecting that it's going to be like it's going to be easy because on the on the um on the surface of it, it seems like it would be, you just make music and you release it and people buy it, but it doesn't work like that. <laughs> like it, it really doesn't work like that. You have to like put it in groundwork. You have to do certain things and and all of that. So you have to understand like the business side of it, you know, more mm-hmm. now than, than before, because not just to not get ripped off, but to have a a flourishing career
0: yes longevity you
2: know, and exactly and that's and and I feel like that's that's a part of the of the the industry that's that has to change because now it's like when you have a lot of independent artists like myself and it it's forcing them to to change their their um their whole system of how they work because they used to work like that that's how you know, you get these huge record companies because you get so many artists who just wanna get on the stage and sing and be famous while they make all their money. And they buy them a house and buy them a car. So that they recoup that. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like they end you know, you're still paying for your house and your car, you know, but we're just gonna get it for you. Like so it's like now you have to understand all of this. So they have to reshape. In different ways, and it's it's good. Like we, the change is good. It, I don't, you know, I don't know why people fight it so much. You know, I I've, I understand because I I fought it myself, but I understand like I have to mesh.
1: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, like certain things that I don't like to do social media. Like I like really. Yes. <laughs> like. Like I, I I don't like to do social media like I because I'm not I'm, I can't say I don't like it because you know it's it's some good parts to it I can't lie you know but I just like to to not get caught up in the web of spending you know an hour scrolling through a screen mm-hmm. you know it's like that's 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 the problem I didn't like so I had I got on Facebook you know for a while when it was when I think Twitter was just like Becoming prominent, then I got on Facebook and I was like, "All right, I'm done." I tried Twitter for a second and I didn't like it, so I got off. But you know, now, you know, people talk me back into it, so
1: okay. <laughs> I had to, okay. I had to like, get
2: back up.
0: you have <laughs> such a, you know, you have something to share with the world, and as many places as you can get it out there to, it's it's yeah. it's important that you do it. Now. I have a good question. What would you tell the younger you based on what you know now?
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, you have time for for, for for everything I would tell them.
1: Oh, okay. Because
2: <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a laundry list of, of things I would tell them. Um, um, I think the most important thing would be to trust God. That's the most important thing. Like, uh, there are a lot of things I, I would tell them, you know, like practice more, you know, get another job. <laughs> like, you know, do different. Like, take on three jobs if you can. Like, a lot of things like that. But the most important is just to is just to trust God because everything else will fall fall under that. Like, if okay. you just trust God, like, really, really trust God, you know, the things you don't understand, especially the things you don't understand. It's just trust okay. God's process of knowing things.
0: Now, the other question I normally, I usually ask my guests, if you had the opportunity and you had a bunch of young folks that are sitting before you who are interested in pursuing the music industry, what advice would you give them?
2: Um, different things one I would say enjoy the process like learn to learn to enjoy the making of something as opposed to the end product like like love like enjoy that keep that in your mind where you want to be but understand you have to break it down to tiny goals you know, then this is something that I didn't listen to when I was younger, and I wish I would have because I'm doing it now, and it's and it's making sense. <laughs> it's like you know, to see the see the vision, you know, um, from the end. But it's like to pull that shade down and come back to the beginning, to where you're not so frustrated that you're not at the end already, to where you can make you know baby steps because you know you don't mm-hmm. come out of the womb and you're able to run. Like you have to roll over first and scare and scare yourself. Like realize oh I just rolled over. And then you have to push up, you know, and it's a process and mm-hmm. so it's like to enjoy that. To enjoy that because it's fun, it's fun to make music. Like it's fun to make art, to express yourself, you know. And we we overcomplicate it with different things, so it's like to enjoy it. And to follow up with that process. That's all.
0: Now um, how can people Keep tabs on you To follow you And know You know Where They can find you um, Where they can find The, the You know Your Your, your Album um, A CD All those different things How can they reach you
2: um, I can be reached A lot of places You can go to My website dot com. Excuse me <laughs> I'm on Instagram right Somerville music um I'm on Facebook Brian Somerville um you can get the album from all of your online stores from iTunes to Google play um you can stream it on spotify like i'm I'm everywhere where there's music like i'm I'm there like a lot of websites I didn't even know existed I'm on there okay. you know, if, you're, if you're on title I'm on title so so'm everywhere.
0: Excellent. Well, this is the end of our interview, but I would like the opportunity to have you back again if you if you yes, are up to it. Okay, yeah, I appreciate that so much. Great, thank you. Now, normally I give the you know the last final words, but I'm gonna let you have that honor this, you this give day. Me yes. Oh
2: God, oh, God, you put me on What do I? Hmm.
0: What's in your heart?
2: this is like they say the season for forgiving and love and you know we hear people talk about the, the old feeling of Christmas and what's missing and it's love you know we said it in the beginning it's like just giving your love to people but don't let it just end when Christmas ends and you take down the tree to love every day Even when it's hard to love every day, love your friends, love your enemies, to love people and you will see a a change, like a catastrophic change because love is the strongest force in the world, in the universe. Love is the strongest force. It conquers everything. So love people. That's all I have to say.
0: Thank, thank you. you, thank you so much. Now I would like to take time to tell you thank you for joining us. It was indeed a pleasure, and you've already you already know that you have an open invitation to come back. Um, yes, enjoy your holiday and have an amazing, amazing introduction into the new year. Yes,
2: thank you, thank you. You're you welcome. Enjoy yours You're as well.
0: Okay, thank you, and I want to take a moment to thank Emily for allowing us to have this opportunity to meet.
2: Yes, thank you, Emily. Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. So you take care, and um, we'll be in touch again. And to all of my listeners out there and all of our listeners, um, enjoy your holiday season, and we'll be back with you next year. Be well. All
1: right.